Perspective on Business podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Laura. We are sisters and business partners. As we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So, Lars, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh, yeah. We hope you enjoy it. Bonjour, welcome back to a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. I'm Laura Leyland, Managing Director of Fresh Perspective Resourcing, which is a recruitment business with a twist on the traditional and one half of the sister duo running the business with Emily Leyland, my sister and partner in crime. But she is on maternity leave and has been for some time. So today I'm here with Cheryl. Woo, hi guys. I was waiting for him to all go, hi, hi. Cheryl, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Good morning, Miss Ashcroft. <laughs> Here, Miss. <laughs> how are you today, babes? Yeah, I'm all right, busy as ever, but that's the best way to be. Absolutely, I don't think there's any point in any day at Fresh where no, we're not busy. No, I get in trouble anywhere if I'm not busy. It's dangerous, said to Vic on last week's podcast, when I've not got loads to do, I just procrastinate and just do things I'm not supposed to. Yeah, mm. naughty behaviour. Naughty behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's been a while since you and I have been on a podcast yeah. together, but I don't think it's as long as I think. I think it just feels like it because I had my holiday. I think your holiday, I feel like your holiday lasted months. Um, yeah, you weren't just gone for two weeks. It was like you was gone for a good couple of months. <laughs> we missed you a lot. I missed you guys. Yeah. I, even though I was on a Caribbean cruise and it was lovely, I did have FOMO. Oh, did you? Yeah. There weren't not really much going on by the work side of stuff. Right, so okay, that makes you feel better. Yeah, <laughs> a lot was going on with you, though, especially chasing that ship. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Chasing the ship. Chasing if you listen to last week's episode, you will get the story of me nearly missing the cruise ship and having to run to get on it. Yeah, I even had a look on TikTok to see if somebody recorded you and put you on there, but they didn't. But I did see many other videos of, pe- of people oh, doing really? it. Loads of them, oh, yeah. okay. Some people even got speedboats that was, like, moving at the side of the ship whilst they were getting on. The ship don't even stop. What? Yeah, they keep going. But it's, supposedly it's very spenny if you need to hire a speedboat to get back to your ship that has left the port. Oh, I need to look at these TikTok. Oh, you do, you do. They're funny. Right, what have we been... Oh, no, we're going to talk, sorry. This this is podcast episode 186. Wow, we're nearly at 200. That's a lot. Wowzers. I know, on the last one, I mean, I wrote it down. 200th episode, we need to plan it in. Oh, we definitely do. And it'll probably coincide with the freshies. Yeah. It probably would, actually. But you said, what's it about today, Shez? So it's about relaxation, getting that rest. Relax, don't do it when you got to go to it. Relax, don't do it when you got to go. Is that the right word? I don't know, but we, it is for today. It is. That, that's the song, no. That's the song. It's not changing. And what's it all about? Why are we talking about relaxing? Because if you don't relax, you burn out. When you burn out... You're not productive. No good for anybody or anything. No, you do things wrong. Uh, it takes you so much more time. All of that malarkey. So you need to take a break. Get your back self. Get yourself back up to speed, one hundred percent, and then go and take on the world. Yes, excellent. So that's what we're talking about. Rest. Yes, and how it's actually productive. It's more productive than the hustle 
and grind culture. Yeah. Which is is great for a period of time, but you burn out, you go bang, and then you're useless. Yeah. And then that's really stressful. So it's a really important topic today, but I think the most important thing and why people tune into this podcast is to hear a bit of a Spanish from uh, Laura Leyland. So... What is uh, 186 in Spanish, please, Laura? Episodio numero 186. Oh, wow. I love that. I just, I can't get rid of my accent, whereas you do. You get rid of your Charlie <laughs> accent. Vicky said the same thing. I don't know where you do, babe. It's because I think when you speak with the Latin languages, you, you're almost using the front of your mouth, whereas our Lancashire accents come from the back. I think mine comes from my lungs. So I just <laughs> say to Vicky, I'm like, so you're using your tongue more. And then I was like, oh, maybe this is why Italian men have such a good reputation. Oh, maybe it is, because <laughs> they're all front. <laughs> this is, right, I need an Italian man. Let's write that down. <laughs> you get that written down, babe. Maybe that's where we need to go on our team trip next year. Maybe we Italy. should. Right, yes. write that down. Italy. Italy. Okay, right. But before we move on to talking about the topic and our top tips for chilling out um and it's chilling out with help meaning like chilling how to relax and rest with work with if you're training for a marathon or whatever just making sure that it's in your mind to just not to do too much so it is really relevant to loads of different areas of your life but before we do that what what have we been up to chef oh, we've been up to a lot laura we've been spending some real good time together we have, we have and Reason being, what are you? Where did you go last weekend? What happened to you last weekend? Last weekend. Last weekend. Oh, oh, moving house. Yeah. I forgot about that. God, there's so much going on at the moment. There is. I can't believe it's only the first of March. The first two months of the year have been bonkers. But yes, last weekend I moved house, and the weekend before I packed up my entire house. In about six hours on the Saturday, with the help of Cheryl and my mum. Yeah, and we did a great job. <laughs> I've got to admit, I I dreaded the packing part of it. I thought, oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna smash shit. I'm just not gonna be any good at it. Turns out, pretty good at really packing. good at it. And apparently, um, my mum, Carol, shout out to her. Hello, Carol. <laughs> she's always listening. She's our top fan. Um, they're gonna start their own Kaz and Shares cleaning services. Yes, yeah, so we can have that, or we can have Carol and Cheryl. Carol and Cheryl, or C and C. C and C. Yeah, pack and clean. Although it does feel like you're gonna be working with machinery when you say C and C. Oh yeah, Turner's in it. And Millers, yeah. is it Millers? Yes, and Millers. Oh, oh my, my goodness! I almost like we do recruitment from a wide variety of roles. That's it. That's the only reason I know <laughs> it because of you. So yeah, well, we all know that I didn't know what a cherry picker was, but have you told that story on the podcast? I think I might have done. Yeah, I think I did. Basically, I applied for a job when I was much, much younger and didn't really have too many brain cells back then. But all I looked at was the job title, the salary. Um, and I applied for it because it was called a cherry picker. And um, yeah, I thought it was picking cherries. Turns out it's them massive machines that go up to street lights and change bulbs, which I never knew. And I got sent an automated email asking me, why do I think I'd be good for the job? So I replied saying, I've got small hands, I'm not heavy handed, so I won't damage your cherries. And I never heard back, which I'm I think rude. is rude. You should always get back to candidates, no matter if they're good or 
really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, you should always go back to them. That's what we do at Fresh. We, yeah. I mentioned before, we do recruitment with a twist. We treat all candidates with kindness and respect. Everybody at the very minimum gets a decision if the role's been filled or they're not suitable and they've been rejected. And where we can, we give feedback because they're humans. Yeah, and we also give them tips, tricks, advice on how they can find the perfect job as well. Absolutely. And talking about CNC millers and cherry pickers, if you have a vacancy for either of those, we can help you because at Fresh, we don't specialise in any particular vertical market. We operate across all so that we can be a true recruitment partner. Woo! Amazing. So yeah, Amazing. and a moved house, every, everyone helps, Cheryl helps, Tony helps, we move house. I am in. I don't have a working kitchen, but I have a bathroom and I have a bedroom and I've finally got flooring in, so we're all right. Well, that's fine. At least you can get water from your bathroom. Yeah. So that's I've got an air fryer and my camping stove. Oh, you're laughing. So I can... I can make do. My dad's disappeared to Australia for the month, so I have to wait till he gets back. Oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mick. I mean, he has done a great job. I've kept him very busy in January and February. I think he's really earned his holiday. (laughs) (laughs) He'll definitely sleep on the plane journey over. I'm back, probably, knowing Mick. What have you been up to? So, I actually went out the other week. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go on a date night, aren't we? Oh, we are going on a date night. We're going to go and have steak. It's my thank you to Cheryl for helping me. Oh, yeah. If you've not uh, been to a place, a lovely little restaurant in uh, Adlington called Bistecca, got it right this time, Um, they do some banging steaks. Like, literally, you cut them up with a spoon and it melts in your mouth. And they do really good desserts as well. And starters, I had scallops last time. So oh, yeah. we're going to go on date night. I'm going to introduce you to the Bistecca lifestyle and you're going to enjoy it. Yay. Um, what are we having? Are we going to have the, is it the Tomahawk? No, the Chateaubriand. Chateaubriand. Yeah. Ooh, fancy. It is fancy, but they do a good deal. You get your Chateaubriand, you get um, a garlic bread. Um, they also have potatoes, a choice of a sauce and two desserts, 74 quid, mate. Wow, that's a bargain. That is a bargain. Right, we're so on. We're, we're going on it. Booking a date. We're on it. But yeah, I went out the other week. Um, I don't really go out, out too much anymore, but I went out, out. Uh, it was actually to say goodbye to a friend. Uh, she didn't want your regular send-off. She wanted a massive party, so that's what we did. We partied. There were karaoke, um, dancing, lots of it. But I went in this pub and I was stood at the bar and something hit the back of my legs and I turned around and this woman booted a chair into the back of my legs on purpose as well. She was proper giving me evils. Oh, that's very rude. So I turned around and then a boyfriend, all I did was look, a boyfriend jumped in front of my face and was like, let's take this outside. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on here. And he's take like, what outside? Take me outside for fighting. He looked like he belonged back in Forest Bank. Well, why would you want to do that? I don't know. Well, he must have been on drugs. Mo- well, you should have seen a clip of them. They definitely were on drugs. So they, they, they weren't on this planet anyway, I'll tell you that for free. But all in all, I had a really good night. I started drinking water around about 11, 12 o'clock as well because we was running the next day. So Excellent. Very was, good commitment and dedication, that, babe. Oh, it was because then porn star martinis were going down real easy. So um, to say no and get bottles of water instead, I'm actually quite proud of myself on growing up. You say that, though. I am proud of you. But well, the first time I ran a half marathon in training last year... The day before, I'd been on a day session. Must have had about eight porn star martinis. Yeah, you, you went out with Stacey and her, 
Yeah. No. Did you not be noting day with them? No, I think it was Vicky and Jess. I'd been to Detroit and we'd had a bottomless brunch. Yeah. And I think the sugar must have fueled me. Must have done. Must have done. So yeah, lots of uh, lots of sugar in her uh, cocktails, which is good. But uh, I didn't end up running, did I? No, because your little Monana wasn't Come very on. well. No, woke up in morning. That's Cheryl's gorgeous French bulldog. I know, yeah, she is gorgeous. But yeah, woke up in morning. Let her out for a wee. She come belting it back upstairs to me because Miles let her out. And next minute, I just looked at her face and her face started swelling up like a puffer fish. She looked like she had two tennis balls under her oh top no. lips. Um, and within five minutes, her face just tripled in size. So I ended up getting dressed quick time. I was at the vets before it even opened. Had to wait a little bit. But yeah, she had a, she had a reaction to something. But I don't know how she'd been awake for five minutes. So weird. She's okay now, though. Yeah, she went down. She quickly went down after a steroid injection. So she was a bit sleepy afterwards. Um, so oh. we we napped together, cuddled on couch. So yeah, she was. Uh, she's very happy. Back to her crazy batch itself. But yeah, good. Yeah, this is good. good. You got wet yesterday on our networking walk. <laughs> I did. I got really wet. Oh, like Cheryl. absolutely dripping. But I was very. I had my positive pants on. Excellent. All my positive. Parker. You might have been a bit wet. Oh, your positive Parker. Your positive Parker okay. I had on. Um, my wellies, uh, nearly lost a wellie because <laughs> the path was flooded. So we had to go onto the field, which was muddy and slushy. And I'm only like five foot two in a docker. And I saw <laughs> me disappearing. It's not too hard. But somebody came and she had bright white trainers on. They were new trainers. <gasps> Why would you do that if you're going for a walk in the I, in the rain? I've not got a jar oh, of glue. Dear but, me. but I kept on asking her, "Are you okay? Are you are you all right about your shoes?" They would have cleaned up in wash, like stick them in a pillowcase. But honestly, she, I, I was watching the the mud hit a white trainers, and I'm big on clean shoes, oh, but. No. I know, so I'm very sorry about that, Julie, taking you down that path, love. Um, I promise I won't do it next time, so please come. Hopefully your trainers will be clean. Hopefully but yeah, it's we, sunny. D- we do our networking walks, usually once a month. We've had a bit of a break with Christmas and storms. Um, I think nearly every single one we've done, it's been raining. It has. But we do them to bring people together, get steps in, be well, get fresh air, chat to each other, meet new people, catch up with people that you already know. Um, we just felt that networking needed something different it's just sitting around eating bacon butties at B&I obviously that's not all they do but uh, yes we do it once every month it's £10 to come and all the proceeds go to charity so this time we had £160 donated to Galloway's Society for the Blind which is nice yeah it was nice and a couple of people also came from Galloway's as well so to hear their stories and stuff like that I'm so happy that we could oh this is lovely yeah so if you want to get involved we do have a LinkedIn page called Networking 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 with a Twist Networking with a Twist which is networking Um, or you can find it on our website or message Laura Leyland Cheryl Ashcroft Vicky Taylor on LinkedIn we can more than happy to give you all the information always happy to Okay, so talking about being well and going for a walk, yes. and getting muddy, leads us nicely on to the topic of today, which is all about rest and how rest is productive, even though the word rest doesn't make you think of 
producing anything because you're supposed mm. to be resting and not doing anything. It is productive. And why is that, Cheryl? Well, rest is productive because if you're not rested, you're tired, you're drained, you're groggy, you just don't want to do anything. Not you don't, firing on all cylinders. No, you don't want to give things 100%, whereas when you come to work, you need to give it 100% to get the best results. So if you're not rested and you, you're feeling a bit a bit pants, then you're not, you're not going to want to give it some welly <laughs> so you've got to give it the welly and by giving it the welly you've got to rest as well so we've got some uh, top tips later on how to do that um but yes yeah, so burnout we've seen it we've witnessed what it. would you how would you explain burnout burnout for me is you can't function you literally can't function you look at your computer you can see what's in front of you, but you can't read it. So like reading an email, you have to read it multiple times. You're worrying about other things that you shouldn't be worried about. Your, your anxiety is is high. So for me, burnout is where you, you literally can't do anymore. You just can't see in front of your nose. Yeah, and, and you're right. So for me, I would have always said like burning out is... Um, you just can't, you can't take on any more tasks. The smallest of things... Um, will just make you feel upset or you have a very strong reaction to small things, tired, drained, things like that. But when I look into it, obviously it says you might feel drained um, and be sad, angry, irritable, or feel like you don't care, which is interesting because the reason why you got to the burnout stage is not because you don't care. It's because you care too much yeah. and you're doing too much work. You've got a full calendar outside of work. So that shows to me that you do care. But then a symptom of burnout is not caring. Wow. Which is weird. Not being able to sleep, feeling like you can't cope. So a lot of people, when they're stressed or busy, I've noticed, um, not a lot, but some it fresh actually, use the word overwhelmed a lot. Mm. Particular periods. And that, I didn't realise, I, th I thought, oh, it's just because there's so much to do here. If you're a new person, getting to grips with the job will be overwhelming. And, and you will feel overwhelmed and it won't be linked to burnout. But I didn't realise that burnout could lead you to feeling overwhelmed as though you can't cope with the tasks that yeah. you've got on. And that might be the tasks that you're used to dealing with. But because you're burnt out, you can't cope with it anymore. Yeah. Like what you mentioned. And that you might turn to alcohol more or other things to help you sleep and stuff like that. And it actually says, when I researched it, that burnout, if not dealt with, can lead to things like heart disease, high blood pressure, or diabetes. Oh, my two. God. So it's it's proper serious. So it's then, not just it? a mental thing. Like, people are like, oh, I'm stressed. Um, or I feel... No, people don't really use the word burnout a lot. It's stress. Yeah. I feel stressed. I'm overwhelmed. That's what people generally tend to say. And a lot of people will be like, oh, you just need to suck up and get on with it. Mm. But actually, if it's not dealt with and people continue in this burnout state, then you can actually become physically and mentally unwell. Yeah. Well, I think there's been a, a few times, a few occasions where, where I've had uh, burnout not particularly at Fresh, more with other companies that I've worked for. But again, that's because... I've also not been enjoying my working environment. So doing the work, not enjoying the environment that you're in, that can also create burnout. And I find with me with burnout, I do wake up in the night constantly, like I can't sleep. I will actually physically have dreams about work and like I wake up, I don't want to go to work. And then I actually don't want to eat. So when I'm burnt out, 
I don't want to do food, like cook it. Oh, really? There's, there's nothing that, that I want to he- eat. I don't feel hungry. And I've had times where I've gone days without food because I just physically don't even want to think about eating and neither does my body. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I know it's listless is possibly one of the words I would use to describe how I feel when I'm burnt out. Like, I can't be bothered doing anything. Yeah. And that inc- includes cooking. Yeah. I, I just, I'll just i have a piece of toast. Yeah. Or something that's easy. And then, then that's not good for me. So I'm not eating the nutrients. So that's making me feel worse. Then I probably end up putting on weight because I can't be asked exercising. I'm eating the wrong foods. And, it, and, then, it's, and then that Spirals. impacts your confidence and how you feel about yourself. Mm. And it... And then without recognising it, doing something about it, or other people recognising and doing something about it, then you just you're just gonna be lost really, which is dead sad. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it today is because it's really important as us as individuals and people to recognise it and do things for ourselves. But it's also really important that you recognise the signs of burnout for other people, whether it be your friends and your family who you don't work with, or your teammates who you do work with. Yeah. Or your your team who work for you it is your responsibility as an employer to keep an eye on them and look after their mental physical and emotional well-being um to to be a good employer and care about your team but also for completely selfish reasons as an employer by helping spot the signs of burnout and helping to prevent it or help deal with it you will in turn have a better happier higher performing more productive team Mm -hmm. and also it will reduce absence because of stress or people getting ill being yeah. off work so it, if you don't want to do it because you're a nice person and you care for your team like me mm-hmm. and you just want to do it for the bottom line and your profits you should still do it yeah 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 that's always you should just always do it and again it's if it's if somebody within your team if they're a, a senior member of the team as well that can affect if their attitude and their behavior can then affect their team members as well so it'll have a knock-on effect so then if they're not happy because somebody's snapping at them then that can then oh it make, causes all kinds of problems yeah it's yeah. just a complete knock-on effect and it's and this is why it's really important to get to know the people you work with and who work for you to understand their character because there's been times at fresh where someone who has a certain character has turned to be quite abrasive quite negative quite snappy mm-hmm. when they normally wouldn't be those things and you, and then you, you don't just think oh they've just suddenly turned into this different person Yes, they might have, but there's a reason for it and it's because they, they were burnt out and were overwhelmed at the time. So then your job is to go, right, Why? What, the last time you took annual leave was a while ago. Why don't you take some leave, chill out, go to a spa, rest, recuperate and come back and making sure that people are regular, those people that possibly can only go a few months before they need to take a few days off, just gently reminding them, saying, do you know, are you thinking about taking some time off? Not that I'm saying you need to, but if you just remember what happened last time and work with them and help them and and, and, and look out for the, the signs because you wouldn't, won't be there at home when they're not sleeping. Yeah. You won't necessarily know all of these things unless they tell you. Exactly. So it's looking for changes in behaviour and character yeah and that's why it's good going out with your team as well so you can actually see how they are outside of work as well because if they change outside of work then you know that that might be part of um, another character that they have they might be different in work to what they are out of work and you need to notice whether they're being different outside of work as well so if you go away together you can just always spot it a mile off so really really get to know the people that work for you 
and and as a business owner, like when people book holidays, it's it's hard to manage um, because you know you need to make sure that you've got enough people in to do the work, and then you worry that what if you have a, that week just suddenly ends up being busy with newer business that they've taken off. You got two people off at the same time and things like that, and it is a worry. But you have to look at the positive signs of them taking leave. Is that they need it as people just like you do, um, and so it's just when people request holiday see it as a positive thing rather than a negative thing which is hard and I know <laughs> from one business owner to another but you have to look after your people otherwise you most likely especially if you're a service-based business won't have one if you don't have them because you've broken them all yeah they're <coughs> the ones that run the engine so you've Absolutely. got to keep the engine what's it called oiled well oiled well oiled and taken care of yes and then linking it back to recruitment which is what we do and mm-hmm. um, making sure that like so we've started now rather than just employing looking for people when we need them having that uh, ongoing campaign all the time so if we find good people we'll just take them whether we need them or not because we know we will because it's making sure you have enough people in your team to co- uh, cope with unexpected absence so if someone's has has lost a loved one unexpectedly and needs to be off work or they're unexpectedly sick, which most people are, unless you've got a planned operation, uh, or they go on holiday. Like You need to make sure you have enough people in to do the work because if you don't, then everyone else is going to get burnt out and then that creates another problem. So it's making sure you almost have not just enough to do the work but possibly slightly too many people to do the work to account for absences because if you only have the right amount when people aren't there, then everything increases for the people who are left to look after the work. Well, it's like football. Football, they have substitutes. They have a lot of substitutes. So if there's any injuries, if there's any yellow cards, if there's any red cards, because somebody might be on that pitch who's burnt out, giving the ref a little bit of a shite, and they get kicked off, so then you need to bring the subs in. And again, and they're always buying new players. So let's just say, for example, the defenders, that's the sales team. If your defenders are all injured, you then go and get them from other teams as well and bring them in, or you can go and buy them from the football market. So it's just always making sure you've got them back up. Football market. Imagine a market where all the footballers just stood there at stalls. In a pen. In a pen kicking a ball. Like um, horses at an auction. Yeah. Do you know what I'm picturing now? What's that film called? Babe. I'm just picturing Babe with footballers. (laughs) Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. It would be. But, and as well, like, if they see that someone is interested in moving clubs... They're not yeah. like, oh, well, we've got a full team, so what bother? They're like, oh my God, they'd be amazing our team. Let's get them. Yeah, they will. So it's be. like, yeah, be like a football team. Yes. Man United. <laughs> Other football teams are available. <laughs> um, and then, it, when it is, so we've, we've been predominantly talking about work. But me and Cheryl, for those of you that don't know, are running marathons in April Ooh. alongside. Tony Greenwood, who's also co-host on the podcast, and Vicky Taylor. Now, again, you can get burnt out with stuff like this yeah. because you could do too much and then you hurt yourself or, you, or you're not doing the things. So, for example, to avoid burnout in work or you make sure that you're taking annual leave regularly, um, you're not doing too much, and if there is too much, you're talking to your boss, but then at night you're having a bath you're going for a run, you're walking, you're doing your whatever it is to reset your batteries and fill up your bucket of energy. You need to make sure you're doing that and not working in tonight and not doing that. With running for a marathon, for example, whatever your personal goal is outside of work, 
you need to do something similar. So instead of just running and running and running and running, you need to A, make sure you're taking a break from running and you're resting enough, you're not just running all the time. And you also need to make sure that you're doing the other things that fill up the bucket of energy when running and and help your body like stretching and yoga and strength work and stuff like that to avoid burnout, which will come from only running and running too much. Yes, correct. And eating the right foods as well, especially with running, you won't think that it's important, but the amount of calories that you're burning sometimes if you don't eat the right foods and you go for a massive run you burn all the calories more than what you should have had that day it's bad for you well yeah because if you don't real fuel you're tired the next day tired more tired not just from the physical exertion but because you've not fed your body what it needs yeah so you've always got to listen to your body because your body gets you from here to be to see and to do so you've always got to listen to your body otherwise you ain't getting to any of them uh, yeah and you but this is where you but your body tells you so panic attacks insomnia um anxiety uh, d- you know injury um being tired this is your body's way of telling you that a something is either wrong or b you're not giving it what it needs yeah listen to it don't just be like oh i feel tired today i don't know why there will be a reason it could just be your hormone levels or you had a tough work at day, a tough day the day before it might be that you've not slept but it could be that you like cheryl says you're not fueling yourself for your exertions you're not rested enough blah 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 so don't just overlook things yeah try and look into why do I feel like this today what's happened why have I had a panic attack what could it be because panic attacks you don't get any warning it's just suddenly there at some point randomly and you're like I've had one the first one I ever had I remember it clear as day I was in the gym with two weights in my hands doing reverse lunges and I just had a panic attack out of nowhere Wow! and I'm like the gym is not what's causing the panic attack yeah so you have to walk it back and be like what is it and I was just overstretched with too many different things on and I needed to delegate and ask for help so it's not necessarily what you're doing at the time that causes the panic attack so it's just looking back and thinking what is my body trying to tell me yeah and listen to it yeah no I'm the same so like when 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 we first started running and we was going to do the 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 york marathon with you but then i obviously got injured because i feel like i pushed myself too far too early um i could i could hardly walk but then it kind of had a knock-on effect more of a mental effect after that so um like we have the running whatsapp group where we put all of our updates saying we cheer everybody on but when i started reading it once i was injured and i couldn't run it had an opposite effect. It Same. wasn't making me feel good. It was making me feel worse because I couldn't get out there and do it. So I had to listen and I had to take a bit of a step back from the group until I got back to my full health. And so again, it's it's thinking of the stuff like that, the little things. If you're looking at something negatively, when you used to look at it positively, you've got to take that into into account as well. Yeah. Definitely, that's a re- that's a really good point. Whereas you like might not be. Whereas once you might be um, supportive and celebratory when your friends have done something. Um, if you're feeling opposite and you're getting jealous and you feel negative and and bitter, then yeah. that, again that's a sign, isn't it? Yeah, it is, just yeah. changes in behaviour, changes in physical things, how you think, how you feel, um, even sometimes how you look because it could impact on your skin, could, your skin could get dry oh, yeah. and flaky because you stress or you might get go the other way and, have, and, and suddenly have a breakout. It's just really tuning into your body and understanding what, what's needed. Um, yeah. 
I have um, symbolic dermatitis and I find when I get run down or I get stressed out or anything like that, I flare up and I can really see it on like the outskirts of oh, my hairline. Really? It goes really bad and I know when I need to take a bit of a step back because it's it's irritating and that's that's another sign. Of yeah, so whilst that's not an amazing thing to happen at least that's a marker isn't it so it you is. know when that happens something needs to change yeah definitely. so that's really good because i know we're talking a lot about burnout and 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 how to overcome it and how to avoid it and how to deal with it but like if if, if it happens you can't do anything can you you can't no it, it it is one of them things that will happen to everybody everybody will experience burnout um and if you don't you're a lucky sod i'm not gonna lie because it, it is hard work to not get burnout because again it's like you said you care and the people who really care are probably the ones that are at most risk of getting burnout. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's it. So being so nice and being so caring and wanting to do so much can have such a negative effect, which is mad. It is mad. And then and then doing the things that we've said take you away from what you want to do because you care so much. And it and then that's why people think that resting isn't productive. But it, it, the reason why this podcast podcast is about that is because it absolutely is productive. Because if you burn out, then that is not productive in any way, shape, and it'll take you out of the running longer than the time it would have taken to look after yourself to avoid burnout in the first place. Yeah, it's like look at you when you were a kid. So everybody has got to have done this. Do you remember them days where you'd like wake up in the morning and you'd just be like, oh, I can't be bothered going to school today. Like, I'm so tired and drained. Mom, I don't feel well. And your mum goes work and you're just on couch with a quilt watching bargaining programmes, antique roadshow. And even just doing that for a day made you feel better. Duvet so days, really good. duvet days. They're the best days, especially now with like Netflix and Amazon Prime and all that. Like, you don't have to watch David Dickinson anymore. You can actually put something better on and really enjoy yourself. So, yeah, duvet days. Do one once a month. Okay, excellent. And then as an employer... um. You know, we at one of my agencies actually we used to have what we call a duvet day and I think you earned it if you hit target you got one to use and you, you didn't have to give notice obviously you had to make sure that all your work was fine that day so other people could handle it or you could just be not be there for a day and you say I'm going to take my duvet day today and literally just stay under the duvet that is mad how you said that because um, I can't remember, I think you was out doing like LinkedIn training and stuff like that, but we were talking about benefits like us and the team and we were saying about like good benefits and I came up with an idea of having like a, a golden ticket holiday. So your golden ticket holiday is one holiday per year and you can ring up as long as nobody else is off and everything's all right, you can ring up and you can go, I want to take my golden ticket holiday today and that's for the day where you're just not feeling it. Yeah. And I thought it'd be a really good... And Kate was like, yeah, can I have one of them today? I was like, no, Kate, no, it's a bit too... You're in now, you might as well stay. This is for when you're still at home, love. (laughs) So it's a time off. So we're quite generous with our holidays. So you get... And we worked it out, me and Vicky. It's around 28, 29. It's a lot. Because if you think about it, you have your 22 days that you can take whenever you want. You have uh, your birthday, so that takes it to 23. You get the three at Christmas that you have to take at Christmas, obviously. So that takes you to 26. And then when we go on holiday, there's usually two or three working days that we're away 
So you add that together, it's 28, 29 days of holiday. And whilst business is like, oh, I don't want people to be off, we have to be here doing work. It's one of the easiest things to do as a benefit because it technically doesn't cost you, unless you have to hire in or pay overtime, like where Pete, my boyfriend, works. If he books a holiday at short notice, it needs to be covered with overtime. Obviously, that does cost the business. Yeah. But if you've got a business where you don't need to do that, holidays don't actually cost you more money. No. Okay, the people are not there delivering the work and everyone else is doing it. But if you've got the right team, then no one minds because everyone will do it for everybody at some point. Yeah. It doesn't cost you any money unless it has a negative impact and balls are dropped and money is lost and stuff like that. So it is easy to give more holiday than anything else, I think. It, it definitely is. Not in every business, but in a lot of businesses because it doesn't cost e- extra money. Yeah. You're still just paying someone's salary. And people appreciate holidays as well, like I do. And especially um, here at Fresh, what we do is when you've been here um, for your first, um, your full second year, you then get an extra day's holiday. And then on your third year, you get another extra day's holiday and it's up to a maximum of five. And honestly, I I cherish them holidays and I think it's such a great benefit to, to, to get. So keep giving important. up. And they're probably the biggest thing that will help with burnout. Yeah. Aside from helping people be healthy and well, giving them time off those are the main things that will help with burnout so we have something as well called feel fresh friday and we obviously do on a friday so we get people to come in and do a hit class um a stretch or a yoga we've got our dance classes or we get um, someone to come in and give everybody like a, a like a sitting up massage and it's just things like that making sure there's enough water we have a water fountain in the office making sure that there's enough water that people are eating well and getting up and going out at lunch and not just working through the lunch and taking it at the dinner at the desk um making sure people are eating well and getting fresh air and there's so many things you can do as an employer to help people um and also making sure that you're not overworking people and you've got enough people in the team which is something we can help with we can help with that and we can save you money whilst you do that so you know what winner winner chicken dinner so eat one of them no Things that, what do you do then to chill out? So what, actually, shall we go on to your tips? Cheryl's tips on resting my to be tips. productive. Right. Top of my list, bath. Cheryl loves a good bath. I love a good bath. The other week, like, because I love baths that much, I went and got myself a Chinese. I ate my Chinese whilst in the bath. And that was the best thing I have done in a long time. Candle lit dinner in the bath. Really enjoyed it. Have I ever given you any magnesium? Yeah, so I've used the magnesium salt in bath. Lovely. It makes me feel really mushy when I put magnesium in. Yeah. So I I love my baths. I love different kind of bubble baths. I love turning the lights down. Just have a few candles flickering. I really get lost when I'm in the bath and I could stay there for hours. And it's me time. Yeah. So that's why I like it. It's my own personal space and nobody will disturb me unless Miles needs the toilet. Or if I've got Chinese, then Mona does come in and will not leave until I've eaten it. (laughs) oh yeah but i love it um and then yeah just pamper nights so like when you get home from work if you have a shower or something just put a face mask on you've got to leave it on for 10 15 minutes you can't really do much when you've got a face mask on so it just lets you lie down and just lets you be one with your thoughts yeah so that's a good chill out um and then not cooking. You don't have to eat healthy all the time. You can you can cheat. So maybe get a takeaway, maybe once a week or something. Have that night where you're just really not feeling up to it. Have a takeaway. Or 
go out for something to eat, have a bit of time with your other half. You've both been working really Change hard. Change of scenery. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, and let somebody else do it for you. Um, yeah, so I definitely go out or get a takeaway. And then exercise that you actually exercise enjoy. Exercise is a really important one. Yeah. Um, for everybody. Yeah, but enjoying it is key. Yeah. Because like, you want to do it. I don't want to go to the gym and where all these lads are doing all of these weights. And I look at it and I think, oh my God, that actually scares the living daylights out of me. And if I did that, I would not be enjoying myself. Mm. So exercise that you actually enjoy, like the yoga, like the stretching off. If you like dance, put YouTube on, put some dance dance exercise oh, yeah. videos. Give, give yourself joy as well as raising your heart rate, getting that blood pumping, endorphins cranking, and you just feel great. It, it, it's one of the things that you do, you'd rather stick pins in your eyes than do when you're anxious, depressed, or burnt out. Yeah. But it's one of the things, along with steps, fresh air, healthy eating and water and socialising, that will absolutely help. Yeah, walking the dog as well, that's, like, really important. Like, getting out with your dog, spending some quality time, just walking the streets, going on a field. I think it's better in summer when you do get out walking the dogs, especially when it's still light and then you watch the sunset. So oh, it's much really more nice. enjoyable than walking around in the streets in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Especially as a woman. Yeah, it's a bit scary uh, as well. Yeah. And my French bulldog ain't going to do nothing. And I don't think your pugs are either. Not really, no. I might lick someone to death. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. And then you've put your like, weekends away, making sure you're taking regular holidays, great. Putting your phone on, do not disturb at night. So when I've been moving house and they switched off my Wi-Fi, I hated it. But one thing it stopped me from doing is scrolling on social media at night. Yeah. I find it so beneficial to actually put in my phone on do not disturb um, because my phone can be quite busy, the amount of groups that I'm in. <laughs> and sometimes you just don't want to people at night time, especially if you've been on phone all day as well. You don't want to no. talk. So, yeah, DND in it. And then the people who are closest to you, they'll know that you're DND. So if they need to get hold of you, they've just got to try ringing you twice and it will ring on the oh, second right, time. Oh, right, okay. I'll just wait for the next day if it's yeah, not urgent. if it's not urgent. Yeah. And then things I've added, like watching crap TV where you don't need to use your brain. Like Love Island for me is great. I don't need to use my brain. It's just easy to watch. You don't have to fully concentrate. That's how so, uh, Emily doesn't really watch TV much, but it's one of the things that I use to, t to yeah. turn my brain off and relax. Friends. Friends is a oh, really yeah, that's good, good one. one. Yeah. And then speaking up for yourself, particularly at work, if you've got too much on your plate, you absolutely need to go and talk to your boss and say, listen, whilst I understand, whilst we've all got this work, this, this high workload, I just need to tell you that it's probably a little bit much for me and this is how I'm feeling. What can we do? That's where I probably struggle. I probably said that is my downfall. I'm that kind of person that always puts myself out to everybody. People always asking other people if they need help, but I find it hard to ask for help and I think there'll be a lot of people out there like that as well yeah definitely and then on top of that like build a support network in and out of work so you can talk to people about how you're feeling and because sometimes when you say it out loud helps organize your thoughts you're like oh my god 
this is the solution. And then asking other people or just talking to other people about it. They could be like, well, what about if you just did this or if you asked someone else to do that or I could take that off you because I've got some space. I'll do that for you. And then it'll, and it's just, you know, problem shared is a problem halved and all that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Lots of stuff for people to consider. Please look after yourselves, guys. You only have one of you, one body, one mind, and you need to look after them. Yeah. Please take care of yourself. Chillaxation. Oh, lovely. Um, And if you need any help, hiring for your team um, because you don't want to have the current team burnt out, please get in touch with me or Cheryl on LinkedIn. And if you want some tips on how to improve employee well-being, health, wellness, employee engagement, so you can keep all your team and look after them, then that's also something we can help you with. We do so much. Oh, my God. We're so helpful. We are helpful. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, hopefully you have enjoyed the podcast. Yeah. Take care. Peace out. Thanks for listening to a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us. And don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.